What up? Streaming live from the beautiful FTJ Studios on this Friday morning. I think the sun is literally coming up as we speak. Man, shout out to E, man. E got the air on today, man. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to you. The other day, man, E had it banking in here. No air. You know what I'm saying? I'm in here recording. And it's like, bro, it's hot, bro. Like, I know we on the West Coast. I know it's what time it is, but come on, bro. Can I get some air? But you know, we got to start off today's show giving a special shout out to everybody that's been downloading the podcast, been sharing it, man. Hey, from the bottom of my heart, man, I want to say thank you. Like, our numbers are, are like, growing every single day, man. Why the week they growing, by the month they growing. And I know I kind of took a hiatus, but we back now on the podcast. So I want to say thank you to everybody that's been tapped in, tuned in, man. You know what I'm saying? We do this for y'all, man. Shout out to all the homies that's always plugged in with me. Hey, I do this for y'all, nobody else. But I know we got to start off today's show talking about that, that beatdown that happened last night in New Jersey between the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants. Now, I know everybody wants me to wake up this morning and bash Eli Manning for that awful game that he had last night. But I'm not going to do that, right? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to bash Eli Manning because for the most of us that have been watching Eli Manning and the New York Giants for the past couple of seasons now, the, the inevitable ha- has, has been clear. Eli Manning is time, is up. Now, we were saying this back when Tom Coughlin was leaving, that Eli Manning should have been at the door with Tom Coughlin. But the Giants felt like, mm, we're just missing something, right? So they go out and draft Saquon Barkley this year. Now they sacrifice the pick. You miss Sam Darnold. You miss Josh Rosen. You miss Baker Mayfield. You miss Josh Allen. You miss Lamar Jackson. You miss the slew of quarterbacks this year. And Odell Beckham getting on ESPN the other day and then Pat Shermer trying to correct him and challenge him and say he's wrong about his assessment. No, he was absolutely right. And he pretty much was saying it really without saying it. And last night on national television, it was on display for all of us to see. Eli Manning is done. Eli Manning is done. And as I said in previous podcasts, Eli Manning will be a Hall of Famer. Again, having that Manning last name, winning two Super Bowls. We've seen Eli Manning make big plays. But the NFL and the way this style of play is nowadays, Manning doesn't fit. As Odell Beckham said, if the play breaks down, he's not going to run. So he can't escape. So he cannot extend the play with his feet, which pretty much makes him one-dimensional, which makes us one-dimensional. And as we saw, Odell Beckham only runs a few routes. Carson Wentz looked good last night. He was 26 for 36. But again, you know why the Eagles looked really good last night? It's because they ran the ball. Smallwood had 18 carries for 51 yards last night. Oh, by the way, Corey Clement... Had 11 carries for 43 yards. The things I've been saying about the Eagles for the past couple weeks have been true. When the Eagles are at their best, they're running the football. Again, remember last year, it was in that playoff run that we saw Jay Ajayi, and we saw LeGarrette Blunt, and we saw Smallwood and Corey Clement when they had the plethora of running backs, which then opens up the passing game for Nelson Aguilar to have three catches for 91 yards and Alshon Jeffrey to go eight for 74 and two touchdowns, and Zach Ertz to go seven for 43 and catch a touchdown. That's when it opens up for everybody else is when you're able to run the football. That's the reason why you built that offensive line so that you can run the football. And then you added Carson Wentz back there. And like I said, Carson Wentz didn't turn over the ball last night, so he looked rather good. But when I look at this Eagles team and I look at this Giants team, this was a huge game last night. It was a division game for one. And for two, it shows that, okay, the Eagles bounced back from that last week performance. And it also showed that the Giants at this point are headed for the lottery once again. 
and that the Giants at this point should be looking at college football very, very closely and finding out which quarterbacks are coming out in the draft because Eli Manning cannot continue. You can't have it where Odell Beckham is leaving the sideline frustrated because he's not getting the football. And really the only highlight of this entire Giants season has been Saquon Barkley, the times in which he's ripped off a lot of runs. Again, last night he was spectacular. And he has shocked me on so many different levels. I didn't expect him to be this good in the league. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't expect him to be this good. I think the Giants right now are in a peculiar situation. They're going to have to start over fresh. They're going to have to rebuild that offensive line. And they're going to have to find a quarterback. I wouldn't mind calling Colin Kaepernick right now. I mean, he is still available. Coming up next on From the Jump, I will give you my picks for this weekend's college football and NFL games. Plus, we'll finish talking about Jimmy Butler and the players-only meeting that he had. And... What should Minnesota do going forward? Stay tuned. It's from the jump. Jackie's on the field. Well, not going to lie. It's uh, kind of lonely out here. Let's mix it up. Oh, hey, it's the fam. Bring it in. Uncle Jim, Aunt Carrie, Grandma Jill. It's been too long. If it's mixed up, Lunchables with 100% juice is there. Is this AT&T Innovations? Yeah. Wow. This must be for one of our new unlimited wireless plans. Comes with a ton of entertainment options. Great. Can you sign for this? Yeah. Hey, uh, what's in that one? That's a shark. New and only with AT&T, you can get unlimited data, 30-plus channels of live TV, and your choice of things like HBO or Pandora Premium. More for your thing. That's our thing. Visit att.com. Yes, sir. Fresh off the advertisement break back in FTJ Studios. Hey, E, what up, baby? What up? Hey, I got to get on that 2K19. I need to get on that Madden. Y'all let me know. Y'all go holler at me on Twitter, Instagram, something. Let me know. Should I get the PS4 or the Xbox One? I got to get on that 2K19. I, I've been talking trash lately, and I've been getting a random urge. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm nice at the sticks. You feel me? On PS4 and on Xbox One. I really play both. So, hey, y'all get at me on social media. Let me know. At From The Jump. Y'all let me know. Should I go PS4 or Xbox One? But now you already know college football, NFL, big weekend this weekend. You already know I got to give you my picks for this weekend. Some quick top 25 games this weekend. Colorado is at USC. This weekend, you already know who I'm going with. Fight on, baby. Hey, shout out to Chuba. Shout out to them Trojans. Minnesota is at Ohio State. I'm going Ohio State big in this one. Dwayne Haskins, five touchdowns. This is a big game. Florida at Vanderbilt. I'm rolling with Florida on that one. Tennessee versus Auburn. A good on SEC showdown. I'm rolling with Tennessee on this one. Go Vols. Pittsburgh over Notre Dame. Notre Dame's got that one. Georgia over LSU. You already know who I'm rolling with. I got to go with the hometown team. Shout out to them dogs. Jake from Elijah Holyfield. They're going to go crazy. Georgia over LSU, 34-17. Washington over Oregon. I don't really like neither one of these teams. Both of these are Pac-12 rivals. So I got to go Oregon. This one over Washington. Penn State over Michigan State. I'm going with Penn State. I know Penn State last week had that questionable call. I know Jane Franklin took some heat for it. But, hey, that's how I go as a coach. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you lose. Penn State big over Michigan. Texas at Baylor. Texas had a big win last week over Oklahoma. I think the momentum carries. Tom Herman got some juice cooking up down there in Texas. Texas over Baylor in this one, big. UCF over Memphis. Texas A&M over South Carolina. I'm going to number one Alabama Crimson Tide over Missouri, big. I'm talking like 63-7 type game. And in the biggest game all weekend long, number 15, Wisconsin versus number 12, Michigan. I really don't have a fight in this race. I'm going Wisconsin on this one. 34-31 over Michigan. And of course, this is a big week in the NFL. Cause see, this is the week I like to call Turn It Around Sunday. Turn It Around Sunday. 
And what I mean by turning around Sunday is simply the fact that a lot of teams could turn it around in week six. A lot of teams right now are one and four, two and three, three and two, three and one. So a lot of teams can either go forward, and we've seen time and time again, a lot of teams go backwards. So for this week, this is an important week for a lot of teams. And starting off off the dribble, we got the Bucks at the Falcons. Now the Bucks at this point have been two and two. Fist Magic had his little moment, but now Jameis Winston is back to starting quarterback. So now we'll see how this team adjusts. But the Falcons at this point have been one and four. Now they've been struggling to finish out games and they've been struggling in the red zone. But Matt Ryan, he's 11 touchdowns, two interceptions. Looks good to me. Somehow, somewhere, got to find a way to get Julio Jones the football. I'm rolling with the Falcons in that one. Seahawks at the Raiders in London. You already know what's going on. Raiders! Raiders! We winning big. I don't care what nobody said. We not on U.S. soil no more. We in London. And London typically has been pretty good to us. I'm rolling with my Raiders in that one. Steelers at the Bengals. 2-2-1 two, two Steelers at the 4-1 Bengals. Now, I know the Bengals to this point have looked good but 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 again let's 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 pump the brakes on the Cincinnati Bengals because we know the teams that they've beaten to this point outside of the Atlanta Falcons which was a legitimate team the only other good team that they've beaten to this point has been the Baltimore Ravens and even at that can we legitimately say definitively that the Ravens are a good team they lost to the Panthers yes they beat the Falcons and yes they beat the Dolphins but eh, are those teams legitimate AFC and NFC contenders to this point? We're going to find out this week just exactly what the Cincinnati Bengals are made of. And this game is at home. So now ain't no excuses for the Cincinnati Bengals, but I'm picking the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Wi-Fi was lit last week. Juju Smith-Schuster saw some action. Antonio Brown saw action. James Conner running the football. Hopefully they take the Wi-Fi modem with them from Pittsburgh to Cincinnati because we know on the road, Pittsburgh can be very suspect at times. The Chargers at the Browns, there's not really much to say. You know I'm picking against the Browns, even though every week, somehow when I pick against the Browns, they somehow, someway find a win. And last week, that 12-9 victory over the Ravens really shocked me. But I'm going with the Chargers. Phillip Rivers, Keenan Allen, Melvin Ingram, let's do it. Bears at the Dolphins. You already know who I'm rolling with. Bears in this one, even though I got Kenny Stills and Kenyon Drake on my fantasy team. So, hey, they got a ball out for me, but I'm picking the Bears in that one. Cardinals at the Vikings. Now, the Cardinals at the Vikings is a big game. The Vikings did get a big win last week against the defending champs. I think this game will be a good game. I think Josh Rosen and the Cardinals will put up points. But in the end, i like the Minnesota Vikings to take this victory. The Colts at the Jets. The battle between two teams pretty much trying to find themselves at this point in the season. I'm going with the Jets in that one. Panthers at the Redskins. We just saw what happened to the Redskins Monday night. Same thing's going to happen again on Sunday. Bills at the Texans. Deshaun Watson, what up? Four is your time to do your shine. You already know Texans big in that one. Rams at the Broncos. Now, this is going to be a good game. You already know Wade Phillips returning back to Denver. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. If Denver somehow can some way find a way with Case Keenum to find a way to find some offense, that defense is good enough to get you stops. I'm, go I'm going out on a limb, and I'm picking the Broncos in this game. Jaguars at the Cowboys. Jaguars have kind of taken a step back. You know, a lot of expectations. Jalen Ramsey put a heavy spotlight on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, the, you know, they kind of took a loss last week to the Kansas City Chiefs. But I think coming against the Cowboys, America's team, I think you will see this Jaguars defense back on primetime effect. I'm going with the Cowboys in this game. The Cowboys will give the Jaguars their third loss of the season. Ravens at the Titans. I'm going Marcus Mariota in that one. And on primetime Sunday night football, 
the game I think we all want to see is Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the New England Patriots. My heart is telling me the Patriots. My mind is telling me the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm going to go with my heart in this one. Tom Brady at home typically is going to get the job done. Now, again, we have seen the Kansas City Chiefs come in and smoke New England. We saw that the first game of the season last year. So I, 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 at this point, I'm, I'm not really sold on my pick. But my heart tells me New England, something about this New England team with Josh Gordon and Tom Brady. But I'm going with the New England Patriots in this game. And the score for this game is going to be 45-41 New England. Brady's going to have to have a shootout because Mahomes is coming in there guns blazing. You know Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Kelsey and them guys. You know they're coming in there ready to play. But you ain't going to just come into Tom Brady's house and get smoked twice. That ain't going to happen. I'm picking the Patriots in this game. Turn it around Sunday. A lot of teams could turn it around. There are three teams, I believe, this Sunday that will turn it around. And those three teams include the Oakland Raiders, the Denver Broncos, and the Dallas Cowboys. Work with AI that's been trained by experts in 20 different industries. The IBM Cloud, the cloud for smarter business. Now, on today's edition of the wrap-up, as reported yesterday, Jimmy Butler, most notably, had the boisterous practice, you know, yelling at teammates, telling the GMs and the coaches that y'all need me and that I'm the best player on the team. You know, pretty much going all black man on them in Minnesota. But now they said that he came back Thursday and held a players-only meeting. And that pretty much he just was reiterating to the players that it's necessarily ain't really with y'all. This is more or less with management. Now, again, my thing is, there got to be an issue with the players and it got to be an issue with management. And I'm going to start with the players for number one is because you don't personally attack Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins if you didn't feel like there was an issue between you and those two players. Now, of course, there have been rumors that, you know, Jimmy Butler may have been messing with Carl Anthony Towns, former lady, if you will. And I feel like the issue with Andrew Wiggins is more or less, I'm supposed to be the guy. We both can't be the guy and Carl Anthony Towns be the guy. It, it just don't work like that. So I feel like that's their probably issue is, okay, who's the man between us two? Because, okay, yes, they traded for you, but you weren't the piece that they wanted really going forward. You just happened to be the piece that was required for Kevin Love's trade. So again, you just maxed out Carl Anthony Towns. So you're telling him that he's the man, but Jimmy Butler's probably thinking, well, I'm the man. So we got an all big confusion going on as to who's the man. And oh, by the way, it don't help that Tom Thibodeau is the coach and the president of basketball operations. So the guy that has to make the basketball decisions is also the head coach, which he's in a tough spot because when you see a guy like Jimmy Butler, you want that. You want that fire out of that player. But at the same time, as the president of basketball operations, I cannot have that for my basketball team because I know if this is going to be a problem in the locker room, if this is going to be a problem in the locker room, I already know coming on the court is going to be an issue. And coming into the season, I'm already having chemistry issues. That's the one thing we don't want to have. But Tom Thibodeau is going to have to make a decision. And see, I'm keeping Jimmy Butler, and whatever drama we got, we're going to just keep going forward with it. Or, mm, I don't even want to bring this drama into the new season. And the fact that you kept him in there because he told you. And when we first reported this story, Jimmy Butler told you, trade me before the season starts, or I'm pretty much going to act the ass. That's pretty much what he told you. Trade me before the season starts, before media day, before all the cameras, before everybody, all the attention comes on us. Trade me. He told you this now. And, and I was and I was clear. I, I, I said it at that moment. 
that the Minnesota Timberwolves should have traded him because you don't want to bring this this voodoo into the season. And which we're seeing now, we're already and what we're seeing and what we're seeing now is what is already starting to carry over into the season. And now, what does that mean? It's going to affect itself on the court because now they're going to have to go out there and play. But now other teams know that y'all got issues. You see what I'm saying? So again. As the president of basketball operations, Tom Thibodeau has a tough decision to make. But y'all let me know on social media, should Tom Thibodeau trade Jimmy Butler or should he keep Jimmy Butler on his team? I, 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 me personally, at this point, you, you got to let Jimmy Butler go, man. I, I, he doesn't want to be there. I can't have problems on my basketball team because that's going to affect the product on the court. But follow your boy right now on social media at From the Jumpman. I follow everybody back. We are now streaming on all platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, YouTube. We are no longer on SoundCloud. I guess I uploaded too much on SoundCloud, and so they pretty much temporarily blocked me for a moment on SoundCloud. So once I get back on SoundCloud, I definitely will start plugging SoundCloud. But we are everywhere else, as I said, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Play, Podbean. Definitely go check us out. But it's your boy. We out.